0: Welcome to Kings of the North. We're back again. It's so good to be back, gentlemen. I'm joined here with
1: Professor Pigskin. Boy, I think 9 and 2 and a The number's getting so high, I can't even count anymore. Yeah. i running out of fingers soon.
0: These are high numbers this late in the season. And also here with the beefcake.
1: They say the lion with his back against the
2: wall is more dangerous than ever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you better hope for that, definitely, because your back is against the wall right now. So thanks again for joining us in Kings of the North. We're going to talk about the NFC North. We're going to talk about football. We're going to talk about everything. Uh, so let's get started. Um, we're going to start with the water cooler, as we normally do, as we're pretty parched after a long weekend, a long, long Thanksgiving weekend. No, a lot no, of no. eating. A lot of eating. I hope you, hope you, the listener, had a great Thanksgiving, and I hope uh, both of you had a great Thanksgiving as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's get started. At the water cooler. We're going to start with you, Professor. Um, Vikings took the field on Thanksgiving. Early game, 11.30. Probably, I was thinking about this. This is probably the shortest turnaround between games that I can think of. Between a, a Sunday yeah. Sunday afternoon game and then a Thursday
2: 11.30 yeah, they game. never they never do a Monday to Thursday. So, right. yeah, yeah, that probably is.
0: Yeah, it was fast. Despite that... You wouldn't, you didn't really notice any, you know, any fatigue or anything like that. Talk about an impressive uh, Turkey Day, Turkey Day uh, trot over the Lions.
1: <laughs> well, Rob, there was a lot to be thankful about this week as the Vikings made turkeys out of the Lions on their way to a 9-2 record, with the Vikings running backs mashing through the Lions defense like overboiled potatoes, and Case race Keenum passes floating beautifully like corn sprinkled ever so lightly on top of gravy. The Vikings' offense was led to the end zone by Kyle the red-haired tight end like Santa Slay through the stormy night. But just like any backyard Thanksgiving football game, when the score got too one-sided with the Vikings up by three scores, Mama and Papa officials stepped in and turned the second half of the game into an 11-on-18 matchup. Despite an unfair playing field, the Vikings held on to a victory thanks to a late interception by Xavier Rhodes Closed that was sweeter than pumpkin pie. The Vikings left Detroit with a win, but they're still hungry and are going back, 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 back for more wins on their way to Super Bowl 52. Turducken! (laughs) Turducken. Uh,
2: I like... Where to uh, start, huh? Can I just say, why on earth would you ever put uh, corn on your, like, on top of the gravy? That doesn't make any sense. You guys don't do this? No. No,
0: no, no, I'm a... I'm gonna stick up for the professor here. I, I'm a big fan of like mixing you, all the foods. Well,
2: yeah, you mix the foods, but why would you put that on top of the gravy? You you douse
1: that everything was sort of in strange, the gravy. A strange visual. So honestly. you're saying you, professor, like, professor. like uh, it was a stretch. I know that. I'm not but I'm not it. I'm trying to get it as much like Thanksgiving, no, uh, I, you know, <laughs> references in as possible, and that's that's what I came up with. Corn floating on gravy. So you're saying that you put the corn in the potato cavity, and then put the gravy on top of the corn. Yeah. Yeah, if it, I don't always put gravy on top, but yes, the gravy well, would be the
0: last I thing to go on for sure. put gravy, pigskin, on gravy on top. Yep. Well, that's <laughs> the title of the phrase goes. Professor Pigskin, gravy on top. All right, gravy. Professor. So obviously, you must have been pleased. Um, Case Keenum has just been killing it. Um, he's become like a not elite, as uh, one of our favorite words, um, but he's just been so he's solid. Playmaker.
2: Think, I think I think a playmaker you, is the appropriate Are you word.
0: starting to think you just roll with him the rest
1: of the season? Has he has he earned that right for you? You know, ever since Teddy got healthy enough, or, or since Teddy became activated, Case has elevated his game, and he's been playing even better than he did before. In the past, he had uppercase. a lot of those. Yeah, he's yeah, uppercase race Keno. he got two nicknames and one name. That's <laughs> how good he is. All right, this is our new bit, uh, listeners. Uppercase so and lowercase. <laughs> uh, like Take before, notes. he got kind of lucky. He hit a lot of like passes that could have been picked off that weren't. He's he's cleaned those up a lot, and he's playing a lot better. And in fact, I gotta I gotta say, Case, he gets the teacher's pet award. All right, mm, he, he got wow, the, he got wow. The, prestigious. He got the Thanksgiving, this the new is, Thanksgiving award from the, from the Fox crew. He's also getting the even more prestigious Teacher's Pet Award. Uh, <laughs> now I know what you're thinking. All right, oh, my Lord. He threw for 282 yards, two touchdowns. He ran for a touchdown, completed 70% of his passes. That's why the professor's giving him the award. And that's, that's a reason, but it's not the only reason. I want to just call out Case really quickly because uh, during the Vikings' Thanksgiving like, dinner touchdown celebration, which was pretty good... Uh, he mm. had Sloppy. the best performance during it. He was kind of doing, like, miming, eating corn on the cob, which really isn't a traditional Thanksgiving food, but, like, this, the way he mimed it out was, like, so so kind of convincing. It was, like, I was there. I could kind of hear the corn. I could taste, the, smell the butter. So talented. Yeah. So just On and off the field. I, I was just really impressed by how he celebrated during the Thanksgiving touchdown celebration. He did a great job. Uh, yes, to, he did. To combine that, and that was after his rushing touchdown, too. So to follow up with a touchdown with a performance like that, teacher's pet.
2: Keep his composure. Mm.
0: Yeah.
1: Teacher's pet right Multifaceted. there. Multifaceted. Were you –
2: All the makings. dynamic? I need to ask fixes. this. Charismatic. Stuffing, too. I need to ask this, professor, because uh, as you alluded to in the second half, things got they, – they started to get a little dicey. Mm-hmm. Um, you might have had a little too much mashed potatoes. You think it might come back up sure. kind of thing. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. Were you at all worried that uh, the Stafford infection would uh, <laughs> come back and, uh, you know, it, he, he seemed like a real uh, pain uh, – throughout the game just wouldn't go away yeah,
1: kind of thing he must have always tried to scrub and cleanse him he just kind of persisted yeah. <laughs> as he does yeah. nice. were you at all worried I was worried yes oh. but here's why here's Wow! no because faith in as his team a, as I said whatsoever before, in the, starting the last drive right before the, the second half this turned from 11 to 11 to 11 on 18 oh. alright where all 7 officials teamed up I against s- the Vikings Yeah, oh. uh, and this actually oh. takes me to my dunce cap oh, conspiracy I have 7 dunce caps oh. for the officials wow. alright uh, and basically, try to give the game away. All we right, could stack them all on top of here's, each other. Though. <laughs> here's a here's a, a short list of some of like <laughs> oh, the God. blatant. We, can we not terrible... go into this, please? All right. First off, on that drive, like, touchdown his? drive before the is end this of is the half, award. God, there was a blatantly sound... a blatantly time. dropped pass was called a catch for the Lions. It touched the ground. He had no control. Horrible. Later in the second just half, like you right the Lions now. scored a touchdown. They initially confirmed it, and later they reversed. Look, what, shoot, we confirmed it. Actually, the second thought is not confirmed. So they tried to give the Lions a free touchdown before someone caught them. All right, that's that's horrible. The complete. This is very, this is very therapeutic. The, the yeah, complete yeah. bullshit. Tanti calling Case Race. He got sacked, and Case kind of just. Toss the ball away, and they called that it was content. bullshit. No,
2: it's not. You can't throw the ball that at was, another player on the total, other team. That's just
1: the rule. That was nonsense. No, that was so no. That was
2: calling it. No, that was calling it by the book. That was the right call right. by the book.
1: Diggs, Diggs literally got tackled by Lions defensive back way before the ball got to him on a deep out, uh, to the point where even like Troy Aikman, noted Vikings hater, um, was <laughs> c- was complaining about how horrible of a call that was. All right, the, everyone's um,
0: against the Vikings. Uh,
1: it got to the point where even pro football focus which is a third party stats keeping um network they basically were tweeting like yeah the vikings are getting screwed by the refs here like a third party like not related to the vikings at all was even calling out how bad the officials were against the vikings honestly i'm surprised that um that blatant offsides for the lines blocked field goal for a touchdown was called. I'm surprised they even called oh, that because it's that type of day where they're letting everything go. I got so excited
2: even, for like half a second when I, I saw that. Died. It was like I just oh died. my yeah.
1: god! I was ready to jump off a porch. <laughs> um, even I actually read a, the, the, um, an article for the Detroit the Detroit Free Press, so a, a new a Detroit newspaper. Yes, they have them still. Wow. All right, yes, uh, and do. even they, they called the pass interference a blatant. Um, Penalty that the Lions got away with. So the fact that the third party and even the Lions are agreeing that we got screwed by the refs, dunce cap officials. Uh, I think the NFL is just practicing for how they're going to screw the Vikings over in the playoffs. This is like the rehearsal game. They didn't quite manage to do it, but they're going to do it in the playoffs. It's happening. God damn it.
0: Wow. Wow. So you are preemptively... So
2: He's already the, getting ready for it. He's like, I know Adele it's going to happen. Of course Goodell's against the Vikings.
1: He's always been against the Vikings. God he's a noted he's hacker lover, he's, Roger Goodell. Wow. He's, no, he's, for, no, for such a smart is, man, I can't believe you buy into these conspiracy theories. He's letting his emotions <laughs> so the get the best of him. The thing about conspiracy theories is that some of them are actually true. And it takes a, a really? rude intellect to... We'll, figure out which ones are real and which ones are fake.
2: You know, one of these days we'll, we'll we might go down memory lane and you know take a stroll back to 1989 oh. and go and get into something like that.
1: Oh man, the greatest
2: conspiracy theory of all hey, time!
1: I I can speak <laughs> at length about that. Like, <laughs> yeah, like we'll there's, save there's that people, for... there's people like you know Chad from Oshkosh, uh, and people like sure. the pull sausage to believe conspiracy theories like 9/11 was an inside job. All right, which are which are like bullshit. And Liberal there's people bullshit. Like me. Those guys are gonna. There's people like me that, who know that Roger Goodell is against the Vikings. In this a uh, goddamn fact? Wow.
0: Okay. Well, yeah, whatever, Professor. Uh, before we move on to uh, beefcake, really quick, just talk about what you were eating during the game.
1: So, we well,
3: actually. What didn't you eat? We actually <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, classic. We actually didn't have our classic Thanksgiving, uh, traditional classic meal on Thursday because we've done that before. With my family in the past, but but like the hard thing is like during the game people have to like you check into turkey and mashed potatoes and they can't watch it and that's kind of a bummer so we actually did a, like an hors d'oeuvres buffet smart on whoa. thanksgiving very uh, there smart was buffalo wings like, like kind of a, a mexican flavored meatballs like pigs in a blanket mm. you know a, a veggie platter where you like you eat like one carrot and call, and call it good and pretend <laughs> yes, eat your veggies when God. you actually God. didn't uh, i brought about yourself yeah i brought like a three pound box of russell silver chocolates uh there was <laughs> like other desserts around oh they were a hit um it was Sounds it's like actually carbs, like some really good shrimp there too it was kind of a <laughs> feast it was a delicious meal uh i also drank a lot that day i was basically drunk for 12 straight hours so Smart. Wow. um it was it was a great day I'm sure you're thankful love about. that. Mm-hmm. I'm sure yeah, you made yeah. your, your parents were really I, proud i don't know i don't think i'll see them again for a while probably not not invited home for christmas <laughs> Yeah,
0: maybe next Thanksgiving they'll give you another try. Yeah.
1: They'll be fools to do. So. Well, the Vikings won anyway,
0: so you you go home happy, even though you That's disgraced right. yourself just one baby in front of your family. Um, so you have to feel good about the Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and you you wait a lot. Well, so much. let's move on to the beefcake on the other end of the spectrum. Um, Sunday night football. Oh yes, um, your favorite.
2: Is it your favorite? Is, oh yeah, it's yeah. it's the best game of the week yeah, for sure. It is.
0: Yeah, it is. Um, Dare I say a heartbreaker. um, One that you definitely were hoping that this would have turned around the season.
2: Well, let me tell you about it because on Sunday night it was a salty game on Heinz Field as Green Bay did their absolute best to pack the Steelers back into their bottle but came up just short thanks to the greatest GOAT wide receiver on the planet. The ferocious Green Bay defense forced three turnovers and Brett Hundley delivered strike after strike, including a bomb of 55 yards touchdown to the soon to be pay- highest paid wide receiver in all of football. Mason Crosby was brought on then attempted a 57-yard kick to potentially win Heinz Field, not a good place to be a kicker unless you're the home team. Unfortunately, the comeback kid himself made just enough plays in the final seconds, and the Steelers stole the victory. Pittsburgh 31, Green Bay 28.
0: Yeah, so you must have – I imagine the amount of noise coming out of wherever you were watching, <laughs> you must have been yelling, hollering, um, just all over the place. Let me tell you. Yeah, like, where
1: you're watching this game at.
2: I watched this game. So this was – my my Sunday was spent uh, – like, like – like I tweeted out, I got more drunk than usual, so oh, I actually had to take a, a yeah. Damn. So I actually had to take a little nap before the game. Usually get blackout drunk. Yeah, so I took I took a second nap. What's darker than Actually, than <laughs> you don't want to know. Trust me. <laughs> um, but I remember. I had to watch the game uh, at home. Um, so I watched the game in my living room, and um, by myself. It was great, and uh, let Hell me yeah. tell you, it was. It was, it was one of those games where I, about halfway through the second quarter, I really, truly believed that the Packers were going to pull it off. Uh, I really did.
1: Oh, man. Wow. I I can emphasize with you right now because I've been in that situation before where you're like, my team's going to pull off this great upset. We're going to win this big game. And they make you believe, and then they let you down. This, or even like,
2: I don't even think it was – I don't think the Packers let me down. At yeah, all. yeah. Like, that, that was that's that's that fair. was Antonio Brown and and, and Ben Roethlisberger Stole that game. They yeah. won that game in like the last ten seconds or whatever it was. um But yeah, it was it was one of those where Brett Hundley was playing out of his mind. I feel like it was a breakout game for him. Oh, I, easily. I think he had like a hundred and thirty passer rating or something like like he played as well yeah. as Case Keenum did. Like it was. Well, that's good. Yeah, that's yeah. Nice it that's was really, really good. good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Professor, you got to be happy that Case Keen is
2: not the best. Yeah, the barometer the of quarterback play yeah. in the NFL. But it was just—it it was one of those it where uppercase too. They played. <laughs> it, it felt like they played badass. mistake-free, mistake-free football, and uh, and that actually goes into my beefcakes badass. I got to give it to Brett Hundley this week. Like it was just—he yeah, he played, he, he played he a okay, game. It was a badass game. Badass uh, three touchdowns. Um, directed a game tying drive in the fourth quarter, like just absolutely clutch. Had to complete two fourth down conversions, I think, on it. Like it was, it was. He did everything that was asked for him and more, and it just wasn't quite enough to sure. to pull out. But sure, man, it was
0: one of those games that maybe. A learning experience game. Oh,
2: I, well, and, and something that he's got to build off of with these next two games. I mean, this is this is good film study that he can go back to and, and yeah, see how much grit that he had, you know, and just say, okay, I, this is what I need to bring each and every week kind of thing. Yeah. Well, last
1: week I made the joke that, like, the Packers would maybe trade him for, like, a conditional seventh-round pick. You know, uh, he upped his stock to like a fourth round, maybe even a third wow. round after today. So we wow. picked him with a
2: fifth round, so therefore
1: yeah. that is a win. So if, uh, if we're keeping track of like the the Brent Hundley, like, uh, Brett Hundley, like Brett Huntley, excuse me, like uh, tradometer like Trade- stock but, tracker, like, yeah, his, his stock went up this week. He definitely went up this week. And uh, the last three games, he's had two pretty solid ones. So gotta give him credit for that.
0: Oh yeah. Let, oh. me, uh, let me ask this. Who is more likely to be back
2: on
1: oh, their team? I see where you're going. Oh. Case Keenum or Brett Hundley next year?
2: Ooh, I like this, actually.
1: Case Keenum's a free agent.
2: Brett has one more year after this year. So, obviously, I think Brett is more likely, but yeah. um, assume let's assume that they were both up at the end of the year.
1: Well, I mean, it is possible that the Vikings resign while the Packers trade. Yeah, but I, I would say just due to the contract status, it's more likely that Brett stays, right?
2: I disagree. I think it's more likely the case would stay because uh, I think the the Packers are in a, just a very different situation. Sure. Um, with you know the greatest football player of all time on their team, um, whereas you know yeah. you gotta you gotta Randy Moss is a fact. A <laughs> oh my God! No, it's it's one it took, where you can always took all of. Uh...
0: Took all fifteen minutes to get the first round.
1: Oh, don't worry, there's at least one more. <sighs> oh, at least. I
2: I like this idea though of the Green Bay Packers signing Case Keenum in the offseason <laughs> and, and trading <laughs> Brett Hundley for like a uh, like a second round pick or something
1: like here's that. Here's the thing: is like. Make it happen. This maybe isn't the best like hashtag content ever, but like I honestly do think that Case is going to get offered a pretty decent contract mm. this off season. No, the NFL's quarterback starved, and he's played well for. a stretch. I agree. He'll go to like New York uh,
2: or Tampa Bay. You know, they're yeah. not even Tampa Bay, but like one of those kind of that yeah. like have a new starting quarterback every year, and he'll be one for a year, and, and then he'll be they'll. And then they'll sign Josh McCown afterwards or yeah. something like that. And he's
1: kind of going to flop there because he's have a good team around him or whatever. Like exactly. Yeah. And so he'll, he'll become one of those yeah. guys. Yep. Someone will pay him like fifty dollars Ryan Fitzpatrick, a year have, Josh McCown, those and we won't those have guys. A to keep him. So like I think the Vikings are going to resign Teddy or Case, it's going to be like a matter of who like makes more sense. Okay. it won't be both though I don't think no
2: I like that but getting back to Sunday Night football yes, uh, sorry um I've I do have one unit that I want to put in the doghouse um it, it's kind of a, a unit but also one guy specifically I'm looking at uh the Green Bay Packers punt returner Trevor Davis Uh-oh. um and this has been a couple weeks going on where it was kind of like as soon as Aaron went out he felt like he had to do you know, he had to oh, wow. over. Hero yeah, exactly. Be a hero, and it, man, man, it is. He's been taking some out of the end zone that where he like hesitates and then takes it out, Ooh. and we only get ten yards or something like that, or oh, it or call you know waves the ball off and it gets down at the four yard line or something like. It's just, yeah, it. Uh, he needs to get his head on straight and 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 figure something out because this is not working. Pick his spots. Yes. What it make a decision and then and do it.
1: Too, g- much too much hesitating. Too much. He, you know. It's, it's a good doghouse. Uh, uh, yeah, it is. Stay in the doghouse. Yeah, it is. Can, can I quickly just call it the Steelers? Okay. Calling the playoffs, the Steelers are gonna. People are saying that they're the best, second best team in the AFC. I'm gonna say that they're they're due for an upset. They're kind of a garbage team. Wow. Here's why. They oh. lost to the Bears. Yeah. Wow. They barely beat the. Colts. That's a red flag. They barely beat the Browns and they barely beat the Packers. Here's right? the that team fucking sucks. <sighs> Here's okay,
0: so they play down to their competition at the very least. Okay. Well, that's
2: been said all for years. But here's here's the way I see it: is that the Packers took them down to the wire. Sure. So therefore, the the Packers are better than the Vikings, who were thoroughly outplayed by the Steelers. But Whoa. the Bears are better than both
1: teams. Simple math. <laughs> Dang, I mean that's. Uh, can you yeah. argue? I mean, when you put it, when you put it that way. <laughs> yeah. That's logical reasoning as, right as there. As a professor, I cannot argue with logic. And, <laughs> that's right. You can't. It's irrefutable. Yeah. Oh, clearly. <laughs> uh, speaking of the Bears, they got destroyed by the Eagles. They suck.
0: Yeah. Are you
1: worried about the Eagles in the Dep- playoffs? Are you looking forward already Actually, to the Eagles? I am. Uh, if I can take it back to the Vikings for a second, if you don't mind. <sighs> what else is new? Go yeah, for it. Yeah, yeah. Let's go, baby. Because um, this is like crunch time for the NFC playoff race. The NFC playoff race. And the only thing I'm worried about is playing the Eagles in, in Philadelphia. In Philly? All right. That's the only thing I'm worried about. So like right now. You're worried, uh, the
2: you worried that they'll like beat up your players before the game? The fans will? Yeah.
1: Those those <laughs> people like booed Santa Claus. They're monsters. That's right. They're horrible, horrible Hopefully monsters. They won't be snowing. Gritty. They're just gritty. All right. So you know? basically, and I want to say right here. The Vikings have a huge test coming up the next two weeks. They play Atlanta and Carolina on the road after having already played on the road, all right? And as a professor, I do my math. I do the research, all right? And here's a little fun fact for you two um, uneducated um, oafs. Is that... I take that as a compliment. Gamblers. (laughs) Being called
0: an
2: oaf? Oafs are large and muscular and strong, you know? Sure.
1: Usually they're lovable, too.
2: Oh, sure. I mean, yeah. who, who wouldn't want to just cuddle up with kind a of, giant In elf.
1: spite of a lot of things, are lovable, though. <laughs> All right. So you have to, you have to overlook a lot. Move, move along, Professor. Uh, uh, gamblers often bet against teams playing like, in, in consecutive road games when you play back-to-back road games. Gamblers often bet against a team when there's a the back-to-back road game sure. because they're be worse in it. All right. This is kind of like if you play two road games in a row, you're going to suck more in the More in one. the second one. The Vikings are playing three road games in a row. The second and third one being against Atlanta and Carolina, which are tough, teams. tough teams. All right, so here's what you need to know. If the Vikings win both of these games, they're guaranteed to win the Super Bowl. Guaranteed. Right. Guaranteed, because they've won against oh like, good God. teams God. on week two and week three on the road. Guaranteed. If they win one out of two, they're probably still going to win. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. Sure. And if they lose both, it doesn't matter because those are really hard games. They're losses. It's not their fault. So nothing to panic about. So you're saying they just have to win one of the two. I'm saying if they win both they will win the Super Bowl hundred percent if wow. they win one of one one out
3: the two this
2: is why you
0: call
3: yeah anyway let oh, me let you. the Oaf they're take fine. you to school for a win. second
2: because while you guys are going on the road to face two high caliber uh NFC teams uh the Green Bay Packers have two games. Tampa Bay is coming to town this week, <laughs> uh, and let me tell you Tampa's coming to town Tampa's coming to town and then we played then we travel to uh Cleveland, Ohio. <laughs> Uh, so and it's a uh, battle of the
0: juggernauts there oh let
2: me tell you and then uh, I think we've got a little number 12 who's been uh, throwing some balls that might be able to come back oh. at that point
1: oh. Here's, can I just to say really quickly if the Packers lose to the Browns you better take that week off the podcast because I will fucking murder you yeah that We're, would be tough to cover. You know what?
2: Right now, my only focus is on Tampa Bay. <laughs> that's right. One game at a time.
1: Ooh, let's put a pin in that one. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh! So get ahead of ourselves here. That's a four down territory preview. Ah,
0: well, that's a little foreshadowing.
2: All right. Listeners. <laughs> All right. It's, it's leaving
1: me good. pretty We're harsh. Just to round
0: things out, just because we asked Professor, talk about what you ate the most of uh, beefcake at Thanksgiving.
2: Um, so we, we did something really cool where we actually had, we only had, normally you have three meals in a day breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We sure, had sure. two meals this day. Oh. We had like a brunch, but it wasn't – it was just your traditional like Thanksgiving, you know, turkey, mashed potato, all your all sure. stuff. Classic. At about, you know, twelve thirty one 1 o'clock kind of thing. Classic turkey brunch. Right. And then we had dinner again at like 5. Ooh. So I basically had two like standard uh, oh, yeah. Thanksgiving dinners in one so day, like more turkey and more. Everything. Yeah, it was more yeah. of the same stuff. That's, um, that
1: second meal is always great. And
2: my God, like thank, thank God, I had so much wine. Otherwise, I feel like it wouldn't. It would have been too much food, and I leveled it out. I'll with drink all
1: the to wine.
3: that. Smart,
1: very smart. Rob, what did you eat? Rob um, with an H. Excuse so me.
3: this was
0: the yeah. Thank you. Um, this was the first year that my family decided that usually my mother she makes. Everything herself in the kitchen. Sure. And we never really get to talk to her that much because she's just stuck in the kitchen working mm. on everything. She doesn't and get to watch year, football. Actually, that's no good. She, she didn't get to watch football in previous years. Um, this year is the first year that we actually got things like catered, Ooh. or at least kind of everything except the turkey.
2: Sure. Dang. Um,
0: you got to um, leave and that you know, intact, A couple of pies, yeah. which is something that she is known for. So she brought in like the sides. But minimalized her, but, but, her you know, stuff. Cut yeah. down on all the other stuff. Um, so some Hell of the things yeah. that I ate that I really enjoyed, we had mac and cheese for the first time at mm. Thanksgiving, which like where have you been all my life? Mac Whoa. and cheese on Thanksgiving. Yo, what? That makes How is, is sense. that not part of yeah, like just traditional Thanksgiving? Just never part of our, uh, never
2: part of our normal lineup. That's in,
1: oh, what a great! addition. I don't either, but that makes so much. Sense. Yeah, it's, it's it's perfect. fits right in there. It's perfect. It yeah. the Start cheesy, Mix, it, mix it with the mashed potatoes a little oh, bit, I maybe. Did. Like oh, oh my oh, I god! Did. Uh, I mean, we're gonna get we're gonna get bogged <laughs> down in all this. So. Yeah, yeah oh, man. Man. I mean, it was an incredible thing. We could have a whole other twenty-minute water cooler sauce
0: that my mm. my mom made was just unbelievable. Mm. Um, it was a great Thanksgiving. So Mama wise. Rob with an H. Yes. Yes, Mama Rob with an H. You killed it again. So uh, that it was unbelievable, and I hope yours was as well. Um, well, we're going to take a quick break now that we've uh, exited the water cooler area. Um, and when we come back, we're going to go to the bar. Thank God. And even after a long weekend of drinking, we're back for more. We're still thirsty. And I hope you'll come back for more, too, on Kings in the North. Stay with us. We're back on Kings of the North.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Puts a smile
0: on your face every time. Every time. time. Even in the darkest hours. Ooh, I'm smiling. The sound of that ice-cold hams opening up just brings a big smile.
1: It's kind of lukewarm. (laughs) (laughs) Less
0: of a smile, but more of a smirk, maybe. A
1: knowing grin. Thanks
0: so much for coming back with us. I'm Rob with an H, here with the Beefcake. Yeah. Also here with Professor Pigskin. Ham, is the beer you're looking for?
2: <laughs> Cold refreshing.
0: <laughs> yes, it is. And now we are about to head to the bar. Oh. To our favorite bar, the bar that we go to all the time. Um, It's just the three of us this week. It's our normal crew. We're the only ones And you ones know what? When we go to the bar, I kind of like it when it, you know, we have this wide cast of characters, you know, all these crazy wacky, people that we. Wacky. Wacky. Yeah, that's well the word for it, isn't it? And and there's more to come. Oh, there's there's a whole there universe tapped. of people? We barely tapped the. We barely well. tapped the well of our wacky it gets football from here universe. It yeah, it does okay. <laughs> not as bad as, uh, not as bad as the Polish sausage. No, that dude but, sucks. Yeah, he's the bottom. But I, I like him. as just our normal bare bones crew, honestly. Sure. Especially when we go to the bar because uh, the tab ends up being way less, and we're all cheapskates. All right, <laughs> Professor Pigskin, um, we're going to start with you. Set the tone by ordering your first drink.
1: All right. First drink. Um, it's a little cocktail called the Blue Tear Jerker. Ooh. Uh, and I've sent this down the bar all the way down to New York to Eli Manning. Oh. Who, <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> if you didn't see the interview I love today, it. you should see it soon. It's great. He got unjustly benched by a terrible coach on a terrible team. And when he was asked <laughs> about it by reporters, Eli, he barely held those tears back. And you know what I'm saying, Eli? You know what? Fuck it. Let those tears flow. All right, let it Real cry. cry. It's 2017, and crying is cool now. Ugh. Do it. Let those tears go. I baby. disagree. It's, it's horrible. You got benched. Uh, cry away, baby. I disagree. If you're the face of the
2: franchise, you're supposed to, you know, puff out your chest and say, "Hey, this is what the you know
1: this you is think what you they want to do." like an angry outburst. But he's not the face of the franchise anymore. he just sure got he benched is. by his stupid Ben McAdoo doo coach. I saw that nickname from part of my take, so yeah. don't sue me, please. Friends um, of the program, yeah, they—they're definitely friends of the program. No, they're not, are they? Hopefully, I, mean, I follow them on Twitter. So. Anyway, yes, well, there you
2: go. I'll agree that it is ridiculous that uh, Eli got benched. Um, I don't—you—you you don't do that to a two-time Super Bowl-winning quarterback. I don't care.
1: Two-times Super Bowl MVP quarterback, MV Yeah, exactly. Wow. I mean, against good point. To,
2: Against Tom Brady and the Patriots Which is both amazing. times. Like, yeah. Like, come on. <laughs>
1: this guy, there's one in the Hall of Fame just for, like, kind of sticking it to Tom Brady twice. That's amazing.
2: Better quarterback than his brother. I
0: mean,
1: Hot oh. take.
3: I mean, wow. there's
2: the numbers. Numbers don't
0: lie. Well, maybe they do. How Who many, knows? How
1: many Super Bowl MVPs? Depends what numbers you're looking at, I guess.
0: Yeah, that's true. All right, Beefcake, your first drink.
2: Well, Rob, I'm going to get a little shot. Uh, over here Everybody. Um, It's a it's nice little drink uh, Called the Money Shot um, This is Amaretto Cover al- your
1: children's ears <laughs>
2: <laughs> Amaretto, Almond Liqueur Irish Cream and Melon Liqueur Ooh. Uh, And I'm going to send this down to My guy, number 17 Devontae Adams uh-huh. um, He is your guy. Man, so he's in a contract year For the Packers this year And he is getting some serious dough After this year is over uh, he and twelve were making a you know a really big connection, uh, a lot of big plays earlier in the year, mm-hmm. and even when uh, Aaron went down, I mean now he has become the number one wide receiver, Brett Hunley's go-to guy. Like they've they've certainly got a, a rapport there, and, and he's just he had a, he had this fifty-five yard touchdown this week that was just it was a thing of beauty. The, he's not the fastest guy, but the stutter step that he put on the it, oh, it was just beautiful. Like, his route running is out of control, and, uh, yeah, money shot, Devontae Adams.
1: I gotta say, there's a lot to the police hostages' theory that this, like, quote-unquote concussion, like, made him better. <laughs> like, he's been so much better since taking the headshot. He's been so it good enhanced since enhanced his football abilities. this is, like, it's just, like sure. some, like, Spider-Man shit where, like, a spider bites you and you get, like, radioactive, like... There must have been like a radioactive helmet on that Bears player. That like, <laughs> Devontae Adams way better because he been,
2: got charged he, with radio, like gamma here, rays he's or been, something. He's
1: yeah. since that happened. He's been so much good. He's been really good since that play. Uh, so that is like the origin story of Devontae Adams right there. Superhero. And, like one day, like he, like, he, like aligned his spine in like a certain pattern that like aligns with the universe or something oh, like that. There's like sure, a, yeah. he's got some kind of superpower going. There's got to be
0: an explanation.
1: Yes, it's definitely superhero related. Yeah. Can't be a coincidence. Great. Hey, just win, baby.
0: I mean, Professor, you're a smart guy. I mean, you would be able to. Look at a situation like that and sort of tell what's going on. So. I mean,
1: I I do have one of those like boards in my in my classroom with like the string attached to different things, and I'm am not all the way there yet. <laughs> sure, but I'm working on the theory. Yep. and there's there's some legs on it. There's yep, definitely there's definitely something to it. Figured, some legs there.
0: I mean, you're a conspiracy the theorist. You're an unabashed conspiracy theorist. Well, especially only, when
1: it comes to football. Only the right ones.
0: Yes, <laughs> I thought you were going to say right wing. All right, Ooh. move well, on to your... Only Move. turkeys
1: have left wings, age. <laughs>
0: Move on to your second drink, Professor.
1: All right. Um, uh, speaking of turkeys, I'm going to give a drink to uh, one of the best players on the turkeys, Devonte uh, Freeman of the Atlanta Turkeys. Oh, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, turkey. I'm running with this bit. I came over it um, right now. Okay. I'm running with it. All um, right. Let's see where he goes with it. Strapping. No, we're good. What's the drink? Uh, it's a lay down, stay down Belgian. Uh, <laughs> a, a little beer called the lay down, stay down. All right. And here's the thing about Devontae Freeman. He's on oh, fan the fantasy team. Oh, oh, oh conflict of interest. He missed the la- last few weeks because of an injury. He got a concussion that kept him out instead of that one that made him better for some reason. All right. And he's on Play- fan the fantasy team. Players not players. And here's what I'm saying Devontae, you've been out the last few weeks. So, here's what you got to do. You got to lay down and you got to stay down because the Vikings' defense is coming to town. And here's the deal you have two options. Either you start the day on the injury report and you don't play, or you end the day on the injury report because you can't play. So, again,
2: threatening him? Again. It, it, Dante God. Freeman,
1: lay down, stay down. Again,
2: the professor just keeps emphasizing my point that the Vikings are cheaters and are looking to injure as many players as possible.
1: We just played tough, nose, gritty football, and you of all people should be able to appreciate that. Oh,
2: beef kick. I certainly can. But if you're going to play outside the lines, then I have no, I have no issues with that. That's why the refs were so hard with you on Thursday. Oh, how dareth you! Wow,
0: what? it's getting testy here.
1: He said, "Dareth."
2: Well, I don't know what that means. It's
1: a, it's a little Shakespeare. Get educated. Sure. Maybe Shakespeare,
2: next- Shakespeare had good uh, triceps. Damn right. <laughs> really?
0: He's pretty as hell. Wow. Oh, good for him. All right. With that, we're going to move on to the beefcake. What's your second drink?
2: All right, Rob. My second drink, um, I'm going to get a little drink for Randall Cobb. Uh, this is the Kentucky Wildcat uh, cocktail. It's, get this, Jack Daniels, Southern Comfort, Jim Beam, Canadian Jack, Sweet and Sour Mix, <laughs> and Cola. <laughs> this is a favorite of the Wildcats of Kentucky's, of Kentucky, and uh, I'm looking for my favorite Kentucky Wildcat to uh, maybe take some snaps out of the Wildcat formation Ooh, this week. Wow. This um, you he, want the Wildcat. I, I'm into the Wildcat. They, they set it up a couple weeks ago. They, they ran a couple plays where he just took the handoff and ran. I think they're setting it up for a little uh, Muhammad Sanu type scenario this mm. week. Uh, if you saw, he threw an awesome touchdown this week. But uh, I think Randall Cobb, who was a quarterback in college, is going to uh, like maybe it. throw it downfield. creation I, I think you keep run. You run it a couple times with it. People see it on film, and then uh, you pull the rug out from under him. I think this is the week.
1: Oh, I like right. it. So I'm uh, to look forward. I like it. this because either you're going to be right and be a genius, or you're going to have to eat crow.
0: And we will make you eat crow. Bring it on. Ring on the crow. medium Ring on the crow. All right. Cool. More bird. All right. (laughs) More birds. We got crows. We got turkeys. We got... Well, he won't... He refuses to say Falcon because of the bit, but we know that it's it's implied. It's it's, it's, It's implied. What's that word? (laughs) All right. Professor, you're already tipsy after your second. I can't wait to see where you're getting with your third drink.
1: We got another turkey drink for the turkeys. This one... (laughs) The bit continues. This one to Julio Jones. Uh, we got a little a uh, closed road, uh, um, <laughs> little ice cream drink. All right, it's made with Rocky Road, Rocky Road ice cream, mm. and like some spiced rum. Uh, it's pretty delicious. That's it's, it. It's That's going to Julio crap, Jones. Really? This closed road. It's like a float.
2: No, I like that. It's like a rum float kind of. Thing. Yeah, it's, oh.
1: ice cream and like li- liqueur, and it, mix it together, and it's kind of soft. And you can drink it through sure, a straw. It's like a sure. shake, but cool. a, a boozy shake. I like wow. it. It's. It's delicious, That's trust unbelievable. me. Uh, and Julio Jones is going to love the shake, but he's not going to love what he's seen on Sunday when Xavier Rhodes Close comes to Atlanta and shuts Julio Jones out. Because here's the thing. Julio Jones, he's elite. But Z- uh, Xavier Rhodes Closed, he's elite er. Oh. All right? <laughs> mm. And so it's going to be it's a really Rhodes Close bored. day for Julio on Sunday. Wow. That's ridiculous. Wow. Okay, well, we'll see.
0: That is going to be quite a matchup.
1: And, and I think, a, I
2: think Julio, a key matchup, if
1: you will. The Absolutely, be, the best cornerback in the league against like the third best wide receiver after um, after Antonio Brown and Adam Thielen.
2: <laughs> would you, uh, Professor? Would you call you uh, Thielen in there? Huh? Always. Would you call Julio Jones an X factor?
1: Uh, I'd say Xavier is the X factor.
2: Ooh. Yes, he is. Set you up for that sis. Nice.
1: Yeah. Julio is going to be Xed out. <laughs> Xed out. Oh wow. Because the road's closed. <laughs> oh
0: boy, I can't. You've can't squeezed belabor. the life out of his I can't his name. belabor this enough. <laughs> yeah, let's move on before you try again. <laughs> yeah, right, I'm already out. All right, Beefcake, your third drink. Well, this Quick. is my,
2: my third drink. This is the last one I'm going to drink. Uh, so I'm going to finish off with beers. I'm one to do. Uh, it's time Smart. to defend the home turf. Uh, we've got a bunch of pirates coming to town this week. So what better beer is there than... Indeed's Rum King. Oh, um, not many. It's, it's my absolute favorite beer of all time. A
1: good beer. And
2: uh, there's no better way to assert your dominance and feel like a king and chugging a bunch of rum beer in front of these loser pirates. <laughs> <laughs> At home, stake your claim, let's go, run the table.
0: That's how you feel better about yourself is just by consuming huge amounts of alcohol. Sure.
2: Uh, Who doesn't? Especially
0: in tough times like oh, the Packers.
2: There's, there. no, there's no better time than right now. That's I, true.
1: I just love the idea of like chugging like a super dense like twelve percent beer, <laughs> yeah. Shotgun, like it. almost wine. Gun it. <laughs> yep. It's like four That'll beers show in one can.
2: Sure. I'll Call nurse.
1: Professor. Okay, okay,
0: Professor. You got one more drink in you. What are you getting? Mm.
1: All right. I got a drink here. Mm. And I'm sending it to a couple of special fellas. Um, Randall Cunningham, Chris Carter, Randy Moss, and we're going to pour one out for Denny Green up there in the sky. Oh, my Lord. All right. Yes, we are. We're going to get him a Dirty Bird cocktail. Oh, there it is. There it is. Two reasons. Uh, R.I.P. Denny. We love you. We love you, baby. All right. First off, when I think of those four fine gentlemen, I think of them holding legs to John Madden's turducken uh, in the very first Thanksgiving game I ever watched back oh, yeah. in 1998 after they destroyed the Dallas Cowboys on Sunday. But even more so, this drink's going into them because they're getting a little revenge this week because their season was unjustly ended by the cheating, dirty birds of Atlanta uh, <laughs> who you're talking were about. the worst team that day and won through pure bullshit, frankly. And... <laughs> Um, don't ask me to explain that, because I won't. There's the stages of grief. He's still stuck in denial uh, all these so, years later. A little Dirty Bird Cocktail is going out to those four, because guess what, guys? Every time we play Atlanta, we're going to beat them. We're going to beat them for you. Right, a little revenge, a little Dirty Bird Cocktail revenge for you four.
2: You might have to uh, refresh my memory on that a little
1: later in the program here. I don't like the sound of this. <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean, he, uh, I'm sure he would welcome uh, refreshment. As well as a liquid (laughs) refreshment. Well,
2: as much as I would. A fourth liquid refreshment from the bar. Here's the thing: is that I'm I'm such a nice guy that I'm actually going to give up my fourth one, and I'm going to send this to. Well, I'm going to send this drink out to all the Vikings players and fans. Okay. Um, Wow. Yeah, Uh, you know it's it's nice. You guys are what like I don't know how many wins you got, but uh, yeah, it sounds about right. Um, And you know. We're at that point of the season. I keep saying it every week because eventually it's going to turn true. Um, <laughs> we're at that point of, point of the season where um, you know the Vikings will uh, start losing and and it'll kind of turn into a tailspin. I'm sure at some point here. Mm. So I'm going to get you guys a suicide solution. Oh, <laughs> man. That is everything. Ooh. If you open your liquor cabinet, Ooh. you put it all together. And then you wow. just drink to drink it like there's no tomorrow. That's a lot of things. Um, I hope you guys are ready for the crazy train this week because uh, it's coming. In mostly the, apple pucker, though.
3: Man, mostly <laughs> apple pucker.
2: <laughs> Vikings are going to start choking as they normally do. Can't get enough of that it's stuff. It's going to culminate with a total dismantling of the defense, and you might say the total Falcons will be.
1: You, you might say the Falcons will be flying high again at the end of the week. <laughs> I would say just, just remember folks that if the Vikings lose awesome. in the next two games, those are scheduled losses not to be worried about. Wow. I like what you did. Drink there. some more of your solution.
2: <laughs> it's a favorite of the uh the Polish sausage. He's he drinks it every night.
0: Wine is fine, but wh- whiskey's quicker. Right, so that's put, right. put
2: them both in that's
0: there. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's absolutely right. Okay. That's the solution. Wow. Wow. What a we finished off our trip to the bar by putting everything they got into one drink. Wow! We're gonna bring them sure. out of house and home. And that is that is quite a finale to this week's bar segment. Um, well, thank you, gentlemen. We're gonna get out of here. We gotta take an Uber out because that was yeah that geez. was weird not yeah, driving. Drinks. That is for sure because that was an unbelievable trip to the bar. When uh, when it's just us three, we really cut can, loose. Can we do Lyft though? I mean, Uber is
2: sure you know. Sure, yeah, that's They're cool. a little too liberal for my taste.
0: Really? It's, okay. <laughs> okay. All right, very good. We'll, we'll finish with that. All right, when we come back, we are going to venture down. You know what, gentlemen? It is that part of the podcast. Yes.
1: that part of the podcast. We are going to go down
0: into Four Down Territory. I hope you'll stick with us and join us on Four Down Territory on Kings in the North. Come back. Welcome back to Kings of the North. We're so glad that you're back with us. I'm Rob with an H, here with the Beefcake, and also the Professor of Pigskin. And now we are about to, it's that part of the podcast, as we said. It's time to venture into four-down territory.
2: Time to get Uh, gritty, boys.
0: uh, Yeah, this is always one of the most intense moments and segments of the podcast. Uh, So this week's four-down territory, uh, we've got... We've got a doozy, gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, This week's four down territory sports cliches. Oh, sure. Sports cliches. There's There's a lot of many. It's a robust field. Yes, it is. Robust is the right word for it. Um, By way of a random, arbitrary drawing, we have chosen Professor Pigskin. (sighs) Back on top, baby. Because mostly we feel bad for him, and we know that he never really chooses. He's, he's no, the worst at the this. Refs,
2: the refs chose for him, so he can, he can stop, you know, winding. That's right.
0: It's about time I get my due. <laughs> the four down territory refs <laughs> chose for him. All right, why don't you start off? You have the first overall pick. Mm.
1: Do not mess this up. I All think you right. he will. Here's the thing. Is that as a learned individual. Indiv- <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Man. Yes. <laughs> Put that on the button bar. Holy shit. Awesome. As a learned individual, there we go. Got through that one all right. Two Uh, words. I find these sports cliches insulting. And I'm going to call out the ones that I think are maybe the most egregiously illogical. And you know what? They're all horribly illogical. Get your
0: $10 words uh, out of here. So
1: here we go. I'm going to call out one sports cliche that really bothers the professor. First off, it's when you know you have someone like me who's talking about the Vikings making the Super Bowl and winning, and uh, being one of the best teams of all time, and then someone else comes up to you <laughs> and says like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, dude! Like one game at a time, so one game at a time." Oh, one game. But and here's one the game thing: at a time. for a player, that's fine. Tell him one game at a t- time. Like focus on the next game. But you know what? I'm not playing the game. I'm a fan. So you're telling me to focus on one game at a time Like as if if me thinking about the Super Bowl is going to impact our ability to win the next game, that's stupid as hell. Don't tell me one game at a time, all right? I'm going to think about the Super Bowl because we're going to win the Super Bowl, and that's that, okay? So back the hell off, dude, all right? It's not one game at a time for me, damn it.
0: This is because you're never actually going to win. You never actually won the Super Bowl, so you have to fantasize. For, you know, you have to project out. I'm
1: just saying, telling the thing right? to like you gotta only focus on one as a game Vikings at a time, fan. as if like me looking ahead is gonna impact our. It's one fantasy run. at a time for you. Yeah, well, you. Know what? I wanna have all the fantasies, okay? And so stop telling me not to, bro. It's just a fantasy, stupid freshman. It's not
2: the real thing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all <Nice>. right,
0: <laughs> thanks. <laughs> all right, so you're taking one game at a time
1: yeah. as the number one overall pick, but in a
0: very Wow. negative light. But only with such
1: fans. Which, If you say this to a, pr- a person who's not playing for the team, you should go to hell. Oh, oh boy.
0: I would think that would be – I imagine you being in, like, the AA of football, where one game at a time is the <laughs> motto. So that that kind of surprises me. We're going to move on to the beefcake. All right. What is your – the second overall pick,
2: your first, though? My first is the um, – it's the cliche. It's the eternal knock, and, and, and it – it couldn't go with any sport to be quite honest, but it tends to be very directed toward NFL quarterbacks and that's, Oh, but he can't win the big one.
0: (laughs) Oh
3: yeah. I just, it's it's, that threshold that's labeled the big one, the big one. And it's this,
2: this knock that any quarterback that has never won a championship specifically. And and it, it goes into other sports too, but I'm specifically kind of focusing on that. It's like, um, for a long time with like Peyton Manning or something. Yeah. It's like, yeah, he's, he's so good, but he can't win the yeah. big one. He's like, like
1: clearly the best of all time, but, or one of the best of all time, but he's never won the Super Bowl, So it yep. sucks. That's right. It's just,
2: it, it's been used so many Friend times Hilper's better than him. It, oh God, <laughs> exactly. It's been used so many times to like kind of bring really, really good athletes down that I just
1: feel like it's, yeah. it, it's one of the yep. best of all time. Elite quarterbacks like Fran Tarkington. <laughs> Yeah, you know, who are one of the Jeez, best of all oh time. Oh my lord! <laughs> who never won the big one. It's wasn't his fault. God, or Dan Marino, whatever. Get up and back. Yeah,
0: I, there's, there's there's a bunch of them that you could point to, but right. that's a, that's a good one. The guys they couldn't win the big one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like,
1: it's like you suck because like the other 51 players in your team couldn't
0: get the job done. It sort of feels like. Implied in that is that there's something like within you that, yeah, it's like, oh, like, you
2: can't get over that, you, you yeah, can't yeah. push yourself to that level, kind yeah, of, yeah, yeah, there's
0: <laughs> just is, something is inherent that's that you're born with, or it's something it's like that. It's the type that. of saying where, like, I'm gonna ignore the guy like, who can win the, big I'm
1: gonna one. ignore like 200 other variables that are factors, in yeah, and <laughs> just like focus all on you because I'm an idiot, yeah,
0: exactly. Right. Well, I, personally, I label people. Can you win the big one or can't you win
1: the big Winners one? Winners and losers, that's, that's all that the matters. That's
0: the two people I classify. W or I classify L, it's them the staff that matters. Mm-hmm. All right, well, very good one. I like that one. All right, now I've got the uh, – Rob with an H. Uh, I've got the last pick of the
1: first round yes. and the first pick of the second round. I just want to say we call Chad from Oshkosh's belly the big one here in the podcast. <laughs> the big <laughs> one. The big one. <laughs>
0: all right, so I've, for my first overall pick, I'm going to take something that – it's sort of like a genre of uh, of comments that are used to describe typically white players.
2: Ooh. Oh I like it. Okay Damn there's it. a
0: whole bunch of them that you <laughs> could choose And the uh, challenge is which one do I choose first because I really only want to take one of the whole uh, the sure. whole portfolio of yeah. choices like, So what I'm going to, to, take, yeah. I'm going to take, I'm going to take, blue collar
1: yeah. oh. <laughs> wow and i
0: just love the idea that there's like blue collar players and Ugh. i'm thinking about like what comes to mind when you think about blue collar and i'm thinking guy i'm thinking like tough guys with like short haircuts short Bruce crop haircuts like working with their hands um maybe they've got a hard hat on that's another one Shit. the hard hat yeah, yeah. oh yeah, um,
1: yeah they, they punch the time card in and oh. thinking that. about <laughs> like a t- yeah With lunch
0: pail and <laughs> yeah lunch, lunch pail, pail is another one Lunch yeah. pail is another one. And I was pondering like what's the difference between a lunch box
2: and a lunch pail. Same thing. Oh, yeah. It's, 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 it's all and in that's
0: the that's a same whole other umbrella, discussion. So I like that. Uh, but I'm gonna take blue collar. And I like the idea that you could label someone as blue collar, which implies that there's white collar players <laughs> in the N- in, like in the NFL. But no one calls like, them like, like who is oh, a white collar player? Yeah. yeah, that's
2: a guys who are
0: just like... high powered executive.
1: <laughs> you know? <laughs> that's, the owners of the yeah, white the, collar yeah, yeah, That I could be our next port on territory The white White collar players, at the NFL. top white collar <laughs>
0: players. I like that. It's one. not a bad idea. I guess. All right. So that's my uh, that's my first overall pick. Now I'm going to lead off the second round, um, and this is another tough one. But I'm going to take something that I-, I feel like it's the ultimate compliment to a quarterback.
2: <sighs> Ooh. Oh. Okay. Oh, I. And yeah, that. I see we're going here.
0: Yes, you do, Professor, because oh. it's one of my favorites, and that's the gunslinger. Yes. <laughs> He's a gunslinger.
2: <laughs> yes. That's so good. And really, yeah. I
0: mean, as a obviously the ultimate gunslinger, oh, the one and is, only, is Brett Favre. Sure, but he, you've, he's got the some, consummate oh, gu- you've got gunslinger. some good ones. You've got some. Good but there's ones a lot the of NFL other ones, right ones that now. are out there, and I feel like it's
2: always a great
0: label to have.
2: Can we talk about how great Philip Rivers is, like Ooh, on TV? I love. I Philip just Rivers. love. I love watching him. That's all. I just, just like post something those really. Makes this cool yeah. in my book. Yeah.
0: Can I just post something really quick to you? Of course. Both. In the NFL right now, who would you say is the the best gunslinger? Who would you, if you had to apply that term to
1: somebody? So not our favorite, but the best, because our favorite is obviously Jay Cutler. Well, clearly, Smoking it. Jay. But the best gunslinger. The best or the most the most gunslinger. Who
2: would you
0: the most? Yeah, it's an who, as an who, adjective. Who
1: slings the most guns? I got. Yes. I,
2: I I gotta say I gotta think it's Matthew Stafford. E- either him or Phil. Like those are the two for me.
1: Stafford was actually on my mind, too. A yeah bit. He's, All right. We're going to say Stafford. He's then. willing to like stick balls in tight places and really kind of <laughs> s- gun it out there. Uh, he, he he loves the turkey hole. Yes, oh, he does. He certainly loves he that turkey He stuffs that turkey hole. hole. <laughs> no doubt no about it. that. I, I will say that I think there's like a, a shortage of gunslingers in the NFL right now. Yeah. Yes. If, if we want to isolate reasons why the NFL ratings are dropping, we didn't touch on this last week. Oh. There's a lack of gunslingers. Mm. Which is why we need Brett Favre fire back, frankly. Cuz <laughs> we, we need more gunslingers. Yeah. Bring him back this All week. Right. Certainly. Like Rodgers is not throwing enough interceptions. That's the problem. Well, hopefully Brett listens
0: to the podcast. I'm sure he does. Uh, well, I don't and Brett know This, this, the this podcast will be the straw this. that broke the camel's back and he'll declare himself available. All right. To some playoff team. All right. We're going to It's a snake draft, so we're going to go around to the Beefcake. Excellent. Your second pick.
2: My second pick is another one that uh, I – well, this is one that I kind of have an issue with because it's not true, first of all. But it's uh, – it, um, it it gets thrown around there a lot, uh, especially in football, um, again, because, uh, you know, the quarterback is so much more important for the most part. In, in most cases, the quarterback is more important than uh, – most other players in football.
1: I wouldn't know about that.
2: Anyway, and this kind of speaks to you a little bit, I'm taking defense wins championships (sighs) because it's absolutely ridiculous. Once every, like, 20 years, a defense will win a championship. But, like, then you get guys like Tom Brady who are consistently in, like, the AFC championship game with a constantly changing cast of characters around him. Like, it's just, yeah, like, Ridiculous. Yeah, Tom so Brady wins championships. Yeah, exactly. Quarterbacks right, win yeah. championships. Defense will win you a championship in like 50 years.
3: Wow.
0: So that's a good. I, I like that one a lot. And you're coming similarly to the professor, where you're coming from a place of like, you don't like that cliche.
2: But it is. I mean, it's a.
1: Let's be honest. It's a huge cliche.
0: Yeah, it is. It's one of the top five All football time. cliches. I'll say this. certainly
1: the last time this happened was like in the early two thousands with like the Ravens and the Bucks, who are about due for another defense win championship team. <laughs> the Ravens team. <laughs> the sure. go on and, a roll and, here. And no, but who has one of the best defenses in the league oh, this year? Geez. The Purple.
0: It's like a leap, leap years, so football leap years. Where every yeah, couple, it's about of, every four <laughs> it's years, about or... time
1: for a purple defense win a championship this year. Me thinks. <laughs> oh, me, God.
0: Oh, Speak English.
3: <laughs> All it's right. The yeah, start English.
0: speaking some English for your uh, for your second and third pick.
1: Oh boy, back to back. Um, here's one that I'm going to go with. Here, I'm going to talk about the consummate good locker room guy. <laughs> All right, this is a classic situation where like this guy kind of sucks, but like he's there's something interesting about him, or he has like a slight quirk or something like that. You know, it's it's just like sure. the guy's a good locker room guy. Like right there, Rob with an ace cracking a beer in the mic. He's a good locker room guy. He's good to sure. like have he kinda You can s- you can add that on to literally We anything don't have a locker said.
0: room here where we record, but we, we do have a bathroom.
2: Sure. We have locker room talk that goes on <laughs> when we record. Sure.
1: Yeah, it's usually like your butt looks weird. Yeah. yeah it's about each other, yeah. yeah. Real that, locker that's room it. talk that's what locker yeah. room talk actually is. Yeah.
2: Or the, is that a rash?
1: Sort of like <laughs> middle school locker room talk I'm a, I'm where we're awkward. Get out of my face. That's yeah. locker room talk. Yeah. Stop uh. tickling me, Professor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are a tickler, aren't you? I know all your weak spots. Um, that applies to a lot of levels. I think it's big in the NBA where you have a guy like Brian Cardinal who, like, sure. Sure. it's usually like, from um, Stanford. No. What? Oh, shit. You're thinking know. of Mark Madsen. Oh, no. Purdue, uh, a, to, move to, on. To be fair, like, Brian Cardinal and Mark Manson are the same person. <laughs> anyway, both, move
0: on. Not gonna get into on. We're not going to get into that, but move on.
1: Anyway, you're just talking about, like, this dudes who, like, aren't very good and never help you, but, like, they're quirky and so you're, like, oh, he's a good locker room guy. He makes the team better by, like, cracking a joke in the locker room or something like that. It's like kind of Cheering dumb. his team on Yeah, kind of like, he he does a great job celebrating the sideline. He's a good locker room guy. It, well, it's kind of garbage, but it's fun. A try, oh, guy.
2: Yeah. I like that. Love it. Dude, Great locker room guy.
1: Look,
0: really guy. quick. Who's the Vikings locker room guy?
1: Ooh. Um, I think Brian Robison's a good rocker, locker room guy. He does a really? series of videos where he interviews two on like various weird questions every week. And everyone seems to like him. He's kind of funny. So Brian Robison's probably our locker room guy. Okay. Well, he's actually like pretty decent too. But still, good locker sure. room guy. Okay. Very good. Mm. Very good. Um, I'm gonna go with for my next pick, giving credit to God for a win. Oh, yeah, I love that. <laughs> oh, oh no. that's a great pick. All right, oh. and here's or a law, whichever. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Six whatever one. Greater power or deity you believe in. You know, giving Buddha credit for wow. the win uh, is my next pick to say. That really annoys the hell out of me. Because here's here's the thing. First off, if you don't believe in a higher power, like obviously you're like this is bullshit because this this doesn't exist. Alright, if you do believe in it, then you should know, be like, look, like, whatever deity I believe in has bigger shit to worry about than, like, whether, like, Russell Wilson wins a football game. Yes, I'm calling you out, Russell Wilson. God Whoa. damn it. wow. Alright. Taking
2: say, the Lord's name in vain, in addition.
1: Yeah, that, this is, I'm very fiery right now. I'm wow. fires Ooh. of hell, I guess. Uh, if <laughs> I can give credit to Aaron Rodgers for anything. Get behind me, Satan. For anything, if I can give Rodgers credit for one thing, it's the time... When the the Seahawks beat the Packers, I think on like the, the NC Championship game, sure, um, which was amazing. I think afterwards, like Russell Wilson was like, "God let us win" or something like that, like as if God was like, "Yep, yeah, Seattle, you got this over Green Bay. Like, I'm picking you." All right, which is a super obnoxious. And the, yeah. the the Packers beat the Seahawks in the next year in the regular season, and Riders was just like, "Well, I guess God was on our side today, or God <laughs> was sleeping or something like that." It was super fun. He basically called out Wilson for being such a dumbhead. Anyway. So that's another cliché that's dumb as hell.
0: Yeah, I always wonder if, if you feel like, as a quarterback or someone, because they're usually the ones that invoke God. Like, yeah, we're gonna sure. If they feel like, you know what, I need to be like an upstanding like, Christian to make those, sure that my team wins this yeah, week. It's because one of those, like, like, if both it's quarterbacks. Fine if you want to take, a knee, take it, a knee, if you want to take a knee, it's fine. Who's if the more wanna,
2: pious one? Yeah, yeah, it's fine if you want to like take a knee when you score or something like yeah. that's fine, no big deal. Yeah. But like, yeah, don't don't bring it into like the press yeah. conferences yeah. And yeah. stuff like that
1: i'm not saying like you can't be religious. you can be religious all you want that's cool i'm just saying like god didn't decide whether who won and who lost okay and if you're like giving credit to god for like a victory for, like yeah like, when go fuck yourself
0: sure sure i wow. mean but you do believe in football gods right? well of course we'll talk about they the all football hate the vikings gods. obviously <laughs> yeah, they do. yes they do yeah, I mean, if there are football gods, they've yeah. conspired against they're Minnesota. They're not wearing purple, that's for sure. No, they're not. All right, let's move on to the beefcake. Your next pick.
2: Um, okay, so my next pick, I, I feel really good with this one, actually. Um, I like this idea, um, the uh, the cliche of, and this can apply to a lot of different things, but on paper –
3: <laughs> um, on paper,
0: on yeah. paper, they're yeah. the better yeah. team,
2: or on paper, they should win this game. Sure, like sure. I, I, uh, I just, I think that's so funny because um, it's one of those where it's like, yeah, a team can be really good and they can be expected to win a game, but that's why they lace them up, you know. That's, that's right. That's, you never know. That's the beauty of sports, I think, and that's mm. why I love, especially football, because anything can happen on mm. any given Sunday, kind of thing. And, and any given Sunday. I guess that's You're all kind of – You're getting
0: your money's worth. You've mentioned like three different cliches. All, they're all kind of rolled this, into this, this diatribe.
2: One. It's all rolled into one. But all I'm right. specifically You're taking – You're getting your money's worth. A, yeah. On oh, paper no. – Well, you took like a bunch of them earlier, so – That's true. Um, but I, like, I specifically like, oh, on paper, they're the better team. Sure, yeah. sure. Or like on paper, team. this team is built to win the Super Bowl <laughs> or something like that.
3: Like, that's a, a good one. Well, on well, yeah.
2: Paper. What does that mean? It's like, oh, so on they, paper. yeah, they have numbers that like the professor looks at and like thinks that they're going to win the Super Bowl, which Nerdy is guaranteed. Stuff. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, yeah. no,
3: you we're
0: going to lace them that. up
2: and we're going to let you know we're going to see what happens on the field.
0: Right, right. Yeah. Who wants it more?
1: Oh, that's oh the number one Whoa. intangible. Yeah, it is. Hold on. Are you, are you? making an extra pick here. No, I'm not. Okay.
0: I'm going to take my third pick. Uh, and this is a tough one. Um, so what I'm going to choose is it mostly applies to, like, offensive linemen. Ooh. And that's going to be Hell when yeah. the adjective big is attached to <laughs> whoever it is. Oh, that's great. It's always big, you know, whoever it is. Sure. And sure. I love that it's just – like <laughs> it's just so simple
2: like okay i'll i'll say so in in your in your tongue professor like oh here comes big everson griffin oh, kind yeah. Of thing.
3: like he, Ooh, yeah i he like is, that
2: that's good He's i mean like i I feel like the all-time big
0: big gilbert brown you know, oh like,
2: yeah
0: you know <laughs> like that i i just think it's so funny and it's uh there's a certain fascination with, like, the super, sure. like, portly <laughs> NFL players, you know? <laughs> Specifically, yeah.
2: yeah. You're like or th- even in basketball, like, big centers and stuff can can sometimes have
1: uh, that, sure, but sure. sure. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, if you're, like, a 350, like, nose tackle, people love you. <laughs> oh, and right. People love that big old boy.
0: I'm just imagining if someone put together, like, a playlist of all the times that an NFL commenter has called somebody by big whatever, it would be just, like, in, like... 35 different parts and it would
1: be an hour long each. I want to watch uh, like
2: a big guy compilation later now. Yeah. Like, that sounds awesome. I, want,
1: like, yeah. I, want I, say, like, I always like it. Defensive tackles like returning fumbles for touchdowns. Big Vince like, Wilson. It's, it's, or
0: it's or very
2: something. endearing. Yeah. Yeah. He, the number one, probably yeah. number one big yeah. guy like um, all
1: time. Like, um, like Jerry, one of, Jerry Ball for the oh. Vikings back in Jerry the Jerry Ball. Oh, yeah. Big Jerry Ball. Who was that Packers player? Um, Gilbert Brown. Oh, the, uh, Grave Grave Big Gilbert bench, Brown. He went bad. Yeah, a lot of big dudes there. Sure. Yeah.
3: <laughs> a I lot of
1: big that, dudes. I love that pick. That's good.
0: Yeah, all right. Tony Stagusa. So, yeah, big Tony. <laughs> oh, man, he was another big oh, goose. a big boy. Yeah, he right was. There. Yeah, <laughs> he was. All right, um, my next pick, uh, my final pick, the fourth pick and the first pick of the final round. Um, I'll be honest, I was going to pick. I mean, you kind of took it already, Professor, when you took. I was going to go the other direction and say locker room cancer.
3: Oh, that, that's, which that's fair. I that's think fair. Is, that's still but valid I'm pick. not going to
0: take it. I oh. I'm not going to take a different one. Okay. Um, What I'm going to take, um, and this is a tough one, but I'm going to take one of my favorite cliches, and you can use it mostly in football but sometimes in basketball too, is the idea of being down in the trenches.
2: Oh, Uh, yeah. Getting the dirty work done. Getting the dirty work done. (laughs) You
0: know, that all kind of fits (laughs) into it, obviously. You know, the whole, like, blue collar you know, getting down in the trenches. That's, that stuff always, I think, is the the funniest stuff. And that's where it seems like that sort of stuff is always where there's the most, like, cliches, you know? Who oh, controls
2: uh, the line of scrimmage. Oh, I agree. Or yeah. just, like, yeah. blue
0: collar, lunch pail, sure, trenches, sure. and, you I know, like all it. those sort of, like, dirty work sort of stuff. And I, I just love they do, like, down there in the trenches where, you know, you don't usually pay attention to what's going down yeah, there. There's no but that's where, the real, th- that's where the real football like is, you know? <laughs>
1: There's like a level of smugness to that where you're saying like normal people just watch the quarterback and the wide receivers, but like I watch the trenches, that's right down in the trenches. There's just a level of this like elitism to it. You know? Yeah, that obviously appeals to me as a professor.
0: Yeah, because you are elite. You're an elite professor. Well, I'm elite. A pigskin. Mind. So I mean, that's my final pick because I always I love when they talk about that sort of stuff. I love when they say big whatever, and I love when they say you know down in the trenches. Sure big
1: whatever is getting the job done you know sure, sure. Uh, you give uh, a lot of you give a lot of colors to like you know the the gritty players and like yes. uh, the less fabulous players, uh, again so. that's
0: where you get most of the cliches
1: yeah you, you're a we champion add a of lot of doubt. color you're to champion the champion of the underserved football player so yes i am you, Rob, a, a whereas nation.
0: you you're into the you're into the more of the you know topical stuff uh, locker room guys <laughs> yes locker room guys yeah like Insta- instagram stuff and you know that sort of thing all right, let's move on to uh, Beefcake, your final pick.
2: Um, my final pick is another one that I'm kind of like I, – I, I'm kind of taking it off professors here where it's like I think it's a little ridiculous that this sure. is a um, a cliché. But I'm going to go with any time you mention – and again, every sport, but specifically football, um, whenever they mention football IQ. Yeah. Or football smarts or something like sure. that. It's sure, like, sure, sure. Okay. Sure. So the linebacker, you know, went and covered the tight end. Oh, that's good football smarts. Like, no, that's just what he's supposed to do. Like, this is just part of his job. Like, when they, whenever they talk about, oh, he's got a high football IQ and he diagnoses the run play, it's like, no, he's just, that's what he's being paid to do kind of thing.
0: That's right. Yeah, that that is something that is pervasive on all sports. And it's
2: just a buzzword that they seem to use. And, like, it's just, yeah, it's a little ridiculous yeah. on my part.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's a, it. Is a buzzword
2: because you know I don't, I I don't really pay attention to IQ. I don't have a lot of it. Um, you know, I I tend to make that up in. You're more
0: uh, into GQ than you oh. are into <laughs> IQ.
2: Five year subscriber, my friend.
0: That's right, <laughs> loyal subscriber. Uh, All right, Professor. Final
1: pick. How do I follow that up?
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have a lot of. A lot on the board I want to get to, but I think the one that infuriates me the most is the other team just wanted it more. No, that's legit. Or whoever wants it more is going to win, because as you can tell by the beefcake liking it, it's the ultimate symbol of like I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I don't know what I'm watching. I don't understand anything. So I'm just going to say the team that's winning wants it more, like as if like as if like one professional athlete like it's like ooh. I want to win, like, nine, but I want to win ten. So the guy who wants to win ten is going to win the football game. <laughs> it's just the ultimate, like, uh, I don't know. I don't understand what's happening in the field. So I'm going to say he wants it more. Professor,
0: it's- you would agree that there are variable amounts of effort level amongst the teams, though. I mean, in all different sports, I, right? I, I think... Do you think that every team is giving 100% maximum of effort every game?
1: I think in the NFL there's a few exceptions which at the end of the season when like a team's tanking or like a team's like resting the starters sure another team wants it more but i think 90 plus percent of the games both teams, like, want to win that game, all right? And, like, these guys are playing for the careers and for lives, and they're playing for the contracts. Like, they don't want it more. Like, you didn't get a fumble because you wanted it more. You got a fumble because it bounced towards you or because, like, you're faster or something like that. It's not because you, you wanted the football more, so the football just came to you. Isn't
0: there something to be – said? and this will close it out with this. We sort of talked about this in a previous episode, but sort of like the football force, Ooh. you know? Yes. Where if you want it more, the ball we'll will find you. On if those 50-50 balls, it, it will be drawn to
2: you if you want it that's more. That's one of those where they, they talk about good defensive players being around the ball. If you're around the ball, good things happen kind of that's thing. That's right. You know? It means, And if you're around the ball, it means you're trying hard. you got a and lot it's of sort effort. Of, it's sort of like it. a
0: supernatural thing, it, too. It really is. You know? You, you it's keep, an intangible. <sighs>
1: And I love it for that. I hate you too, both right now. Maybe it's because you're faster. Maybe it's because you beat blocks better. Maybe it's because you have better instincts. It's not because you want it more. It's because you're better at football. God damn it.
0: Wow. Professor is indignant this week.
2: I don't know why. I think we're going to continue that, though. I think he's still hung over from all
0: the... Cheap wine he had over Thanksgiving. <laughs> he just chugged bottle after bottle. Didn't that probably wine white? was fine ish.
2: Probably white <laughs> wine, but whiskey's quicker.
0: <laughs> all right. That was a good four down territory, gentlemen. Thank well, you so all much are. for your picks. Uh, when we come back, we are going to take a stroll down memory lane. Welcome back to Kings of the North. We are back. Thank you for coming back with us, our loyal listener. I am Rob with an H. I'm here with Professor Pigskin. Yeah, he's got sleep apnea. Uh, also here with uh, Beefcake. Woo! He's uh, trying to keep a brave face. Charged,
2: ready to go. Let's go. That
0: is right. And uh, at this point of the show, we always take a stroll down memory lane. Woo! Um, sometimes it's fun. Sometimes it's uh, cathartic, uh, but it's always memorable. Oh, uh, is it ever? This week we are going to give memory lane to the beefcake. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? I'm just gonna oh. let you take it for here, beefcake. Go ahead.
2: Thank you, Rob. Um, Thank you so. Professor, who the? Uh,
1: yes, beefcake. Uh,
2: <laughs> the um, Minnesota Vikings are traveling to Atlanta this week, so I thought we'd uh, go back in time a little bit. Let me take you back to January
1: 17th, 1999. God damn it. Um God damn it.
2: This it, am I correct in saying that this might be the most memorable game in Minnesota sports history?
1: I mean, you might be right for me. It's up. I it's
2: in the conversation. I remember I where like I was. Be.
1: Yes. Um. I'll, I'll say yes. So,
2: well, here's the thing. So the heavily favored Minnesota Vikings, fifteen and one, NFL Man. offensive score like scoring leader Minnesota Vikings.
0: Mm-hmm. Really quick, do you remember who lo- the one loss was to Jared that year? Uh, who? Who was the one loss to? The fifteen and one. Oh, you're Ooh. asking a professor
1: Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Once every uh, time. Uh, the Vikings lost professor to uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at Raymond James Stadium. Mm. All right. Sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. Okay.
2: Anyway, I
0: thought that was a fun trivia. Fluky
2: question. game, right? Fluky Nailed game. Nailed it. Um, but yes, this did. one was not a fluky game because the fifteen oh. and one Vikings hosted the young <laughs> upstart Atlanta Falcons.
3: <laughs> in what became
2: one of the most exciting and memorable championship games in recent history. True. Um, It was a back-and-forth affair for the most part in the game. Mm -hmm. Um, But in the fourth quarter, the Vikings, Uh, with about 2.11 to go, uh, Vikings uh, bring out Gary Anderson for a 39-yard field goal. uh, Now, all year long, Gary Anderson had not missed a single field goal or extra point, I believe. He right? was perfect. He was one hundred percent perfect. Completely perfect. And I don't know. So as as a professor and as someone who has studied the game extensively, certainly, why don't you walk us through and explain what exactly seemed to be the issue on this play? Um.
3: <laughs> wow.
2: Exactly. He's and a and here's the, the best. Here's my favorite part of this <laughs> game. Not is even that letting that. Gary Anderson misses a 39-yard field goal to go up by 10 points to theoretically win the game. Most likely they they come through and win the game. Sure, sure. Um, However, then the Atlanta Falcons drive down the field. Sure. Are in the red zone. Yeah. And I believe a sure interception was dropped with seconds left in the game. And then on the next play – the Falcons oh, score a
1: touchdown. To I think force overtime. You're talking about Robert Griffith, who I think actually <laughs> dropped two interceptions. Oh, in that even drive. better. Yeah. Keep it oh man. All these years later, who's still keeping? They, track? they did one of those. They do those like an NFL Network during the afternoon where they re- replay classic games. Oh sure. And I've for some reason, for some reason, I must have been like on acid or something. I watched the replay you do a of lot that of game.
3: Acid one thing that's weird uh, just
1: like professor. booze wouldn't have done enough to make me watch this game. For some reason, I rewatched this game. I don't know why I did it to myself. Maybe I was feeling like very like in a bad mood. I wanted to make myself sure. hate life. I rewatched the game, and it was horrible. Yeah. <laughs> I watched it when I was eleven. You had a bad trip, and so like a lot of those memories, a lot of the details just kind of like fled. Just a little hazy. The, 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 Just the feelings remained. The horrible, heart-wrenching, destructive feelings remained. But the the details slipped. But I rewatched it, and the details made it way worse. Because we should have won that game. You so feel bad for Gary. God damn it!
0: That his career is. I mean, he had a great career as a field goal. I
1: mean, kicker. the laces were uh, not in the right spot on that Ugh, field goal. Here he goes. Mm. So here he goes. Uh, you can certainly blame Mitch Berger, the Snickers kicker, uh, and, yeah, the um, Snickers kicker. That's right. Yeah, he, he certainly has he some culpability in his boot. <laughs> uh, in that play too. But that that should have been made a, been a made field goal. That hurt. That really.
2: Do you think the Vikings would have been better off if they had Morton Anderson, the kicker of the uh, Atlanta Falcons, who kicked the game-winning field goal?
1: Uh, I don't want to talk about Morton Anderson. That guy is a piece of shit. Will
0: these wounds ever heal from that game?
1: No. Only a Super Bowl win. Yeah, only a only Super Bowl win in February 2018 will happen. will make me feel better. Wow. It will be uh,
0: like a huge win.
2: Is this, the worst? Is, actually, is, this, is, is this the worst loss in Vikings history?
1: In... I don't want to speak in recent history. I don't want to speak Minnesota before my time. History, maybe. I don't want to it speak before be. my time, but since like since I started watching sports, yes, definitely. Cuz that that team sh- should have won that game. That team should have won the Super Bowl and that team should have destroyed the Broncos and John Allen. They LA. probably would have, let's but be honest. The, uh, it, so it hurt. and plus, been a hell of a game. That was my first year watching football too. So imagine your first year as a football fan is like Ugh. Randy Moss 16 touchdowns, 15 and 1 and you're just like it's not like a question of like will the Vikings win this week it's like how much will the Vikings win by that was the question every week and you're just thinking like my team is the best I'm young and innocent and naive and I think the team I like is amazing and there's not, nothing can go wrong and I'm going to win the championship and it's amazing life is good and all of a sudden you're like wait no life is horrible and it's shitty and it makes you feel bad and it's pain and sorrow and suffering and I got the, all that lesson at once wow. on one single day wow. and you know what even worse. It's also the day that I told my cousins that I was moving to Minnesota. I was never going to see them again. Uh, I, not again. That's <laughs> a dramatic. But, like I, I, like, I lived in North Dakota at the time and I moved to Minnesota the next week. The next week. And so that's the day I had to tell them all goodbye. And it, like,
3: uh, it was and very uh, emotional. It was very emotional.
1: Uh, it was like the, the Viking touched. suffering and my personal life suffering was tied together into one experience of, like, you thought life was good? You're wrong. Life sucks. Deal with it. I grew up a lot that day. I'll die that day.
2: And with that, the stage is set for the 2018 playoffs.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously, you've got to be hearkening back to those. Uh, do you want to talk about it, Professor? I mean, it seems like it's pretty traumatic. Have you seen a
2: therapist for this? <laughs>
1: It's called booze. Right? There's <laughs> look, I've I've been laying on a lot Jack of couches Daniels, recently. therapist. I've been laying on a lot of couches since that game happened, and yeah, like I'll say this: the couches I blacked out on have been more helpful than the couches that I've talked to people on. Wow, here it is. This is what why is I drink. It? I drink because of the 1998 Minnesota Vikings. Do you think you'll stop Damn.
0: drinking when the if the uh, if the Vikings win the Super Bowl this year? Do you think you'll stop drinking?
1: I will stop drinking out of sorrow. I will start drinking out of joy. Which will
0: probably be at least twice as much.
1: At least. Minimum. Welcome to my world.
0: Bear down minimum. Yeah, it's going to go from the outhouse to the penthouse for you, I think.
1: Can I just say really quickly, I'm sure you've all watched How I Met Your Mother. The episode where where they go to the Vikings bar and they talk about that game. Excellent episode. That episode is so real life. It's so goddamn <laughs> true. <laughs> like, everything they have seen that episode is like completely real. They must have done a great focus study in Minnesota because they nailed it. Holy cow.
2: They nail all the Vikings
1: uh, Minnesota stuff. <laughs> they nailed the, the, the hell show. out of it. Oh, man. Yeah. The best part of the show is all the Vikings references. Well, I think it's appropriate that the
0: beefcake uh, were – I was wondering at what point in the season you would bring up this particular memory lane. I thought it. And sense. after that's a painful, excruciating dwelling. loss uh, to a good team, the the Steelers, it doesn't surprise me that you decide to unload this uh, memory lane I, upon a yeah. victorious professor. You I
2: like to keep. One. I like to keep it in my you know, back knock pocket.
0: Knock them down to. The, yeah. Yes, you do. <laughs> yes, you do. Yeah.
1: At any time, you can unload it too. Yeah, you dropped the big one there. That's, that was.
2: That's the
0: one.
1: That yep. Was, I don't. I can't come back from that. That's tough. No, you can't.
0: You can tell that the professor is visibly,
1: visibly his mood has gone
0: has gone, gone south a yeah. lot. I'm reeling. I'm reeling. Yes, he that. is. At any point you can bring this up. This is just, this. Is, it's just kryptonite.
2: It really is. Yeah. And it's, uh, you know. It, it's good to know. Yeah. It's good to just have.
1: That was the day because my childhood annoying. died. You know, that was it. Game over. <laughs>
2: That's the one.
1: Game over.
0: Alright. Well, with that uh, on a somber note. I I like knowing that what makes the professor tick. Because he's so bombastic. He, the highs are very high and the yeah. lows
2: and right now he needs to be you brought back
0: to Earth low, a little bit. Yeah.
2: You want to bring him back
0: down to Earth as challenger level speeds. <laughs> <laughs> no. Jeez, Wait. Oh my God. <laughs> you know? Jeez.
3: With that, with that, I
0: mean, no disrespect. With (laughs) that, we're going to take a break. We're going to wrap things up when we come back here on Kings of the North. Stay with us. Oh, my God. That was great. We're back on Kings of the North. Thank you so much for sticking with us this yes. week. We're going to wrap things up. Again, we can't thank you enough for staying with us. No, thank
2: thank you very much. I mean, mm-hmm. this is, we understand this is from tough to get From the bottom of through, our hearts. <laughs> it's tough to get really? through sometimes. but
0: Yeah.
1: It helps if you're drinking, though. Trust no me. No one said it'd if be If you're easy. drinking, this podcast gets a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it
0: does. If you take anything away from the Podcast, take that away. <laughs> All right, before we leave, uh, we're gonna quick, we're gonna go on the record here, uh, and we're gonna give our prediction for this week's NFC North games. Uh, we're gonna start uh, the Vikings' very tough test at Atlanta. What do you think? We're gonna start with the professor. What's your pick?
1: Even good teams lose on the road when they're playing back to back road games, really? but great teams of destiny win. Oh, the Vikings oh. will pull it off. And get revenge on these dirty birds. We love you, Randy Moss. Let's go!
0: <laughs> I thought we might have a moment of a moment no. of uh, humility. No, no, no. But of course Wrong. not. Blinded. Of course not. Blinded. Okay. Beefcake, who you got?
2: Uh, I like Atlanta in a close one. I say they win it on a last-second field goal. All
1: right. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> of course. The wishful thinking. Crab. As long as it's not Kai for forbearing, foreboding. <laughs> Goddammit. Uh, missing, I'm okay with it. For goodness sake.
0: All right, Packers, (laughs) at Tampa Bay this week.
2: No, in Green Bay. Oh,
0: excuse me, at Green Bay. Excuse me. At uh, the frozen tundra. Mm. Let's start with the beefcake. Warm
2: weather team coming up north. They can't handle the cold. Brett Helmley continues his hot streak. I say the Packers win by 10.
1: The cold the better, I assume. Oh, always. You know what? This is Trump's America. Global warming reigns supreme. Go Bucks. You're, finally picking, put, you're picking finally the put Bucks. The He's on
3: away.
2: on record picking the Bucks. That's yep. right.
0: We will make you eat
2: crow if you're wrong. Serve uh, it
0: up, baby. Let's uh, go. Let's go uh, ah, ah! Um, the Bears. They are. Uh, they're taking on the Bengals this week. I uh, like. I like the, like the Bengals. Yep. Honestly, Cats but are, but uh, what, are you, what are you thinking, Professor?
1: Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm definitely there. Bengals got this stuff. Let's go, Red Rocket. <laughs> Red <laughs> Rocket. And uh, beefcake.
2: The cats will feast. Bengals by 20. All right.
1: Oh, at least.
0: All right. The lions are going to uh, take a take a stroll
1: over to Baltimore to take on the Ravens. Ooh. What are you thinking? You know what? Joe Flacco's been being becoming a little bit more elite. He's been turning to his elite ways. Let's go Ravens, baby.
3: Okay.
2: Um. Yeah. This is an elite defense. This is. Uh, they're going to take the ball away. Uh, Stafford's been, you know, he's a gunslinger. He's going to throw some 50-50 balls. I yes, think. uh is. I think the Ravens win it on an uh, interception return for a
0: touchdown. Yeah, let's just say wow. this.
1: Like, like Baltimore's hosted John Hopkins Hospital, one of the best medical facilities in the land. Mm. They got the cure for staff infection.
3: Oh, you certainly. know they do.
0: Sure. I'm sure staff will be invited. Fr- not not staff, Stafford, but staff from the hospital sure. will be
1: invited yes.
0: to help out. Absolutely. All right. Well, you guys are on the record, and uh, I hope that you're comfortable with your picks, because if you're wrong, we will definitely make you eat crow. Uh, So that concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope you'll stick with us. Uh, We're going to come back next week and find out how our picks turned out, and we're going to uh, perhaps meet some of our more wacky friends. Oh. Because that's that's always on the horizon. More wacky people uh, to meet here on Kings of the North. Uh, so with that, <laughs> with that, we're going to uh, sign off here. This is Rob with an H for Professor Pigskin. Let's go Vikings. Et cetera, cetera. Thank rough. God he did keep going. Beefcake.
2: Time to run the table. Here we go.
0: <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us at Kings of the North.
3: Oh, you know you'll be wrong